beautiful, interesting, definitely something that I need to reflect on further about the spiritual friends being the entirety of the point, <laughs> I suppose. That's a tough one for me just because I've always been, uh, the, way I, the way I was raised was always the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps American dream self-reliance is everything and all that and I've always kind of felt like a, somewhat of a failure when I, I have to lean on somebody for help I love it when people lean on me for help of course but, but I can't do the same thing because that's it's not what men do <laughs> and all that so uh, made me smile made me cry made me think Similar. I just wanted to just a similar thing that I appreciate that you talk about community. I heard you speak before. You talk. It's not the first time that you speak about community. Steve Roth's our best at, and it's not. It's always necessary. <laughs> you know, it's necessary. I appreciate that both of you talk about it again and again and again because we need to hear it. I mean, I don't want to say I because I do think it's a common, a common situation that it's there's so little of that, and there's such a lack of orientation toward community. As you said, everybody has to be independent. That we need to hear it, hear it, and hear it. Maybe, maybe I'm Thank you all for coming tonight and other nights because this group has become a very important part of my life and I enjoy being in front of it very much. When I started the summer, I thought I'd just come once and I thought I can make room in my schedule and I can make it happen, I can come. But when I came and there were people here and then I came another time and another time and people, people showing up, and then we had um, the person who was leading our group. She had to move, and then there was one other time of crisis, whether we wanted to know, I still want to come. And then when we decided, I think that's when we decided that we definitely staying for like grandma, because everybody decided, yes, we're staying here. I'm on mission. I, we didn't know what to do or how to teach or how to leave, but people figured it out, and people keep on showing up. And there are times in my week or days that something happens and I'm like, okay, you know, and just remembering my sits here and that this helps me go through difficult times, just take a step back, something that I thought to, I thought I used to do before, but now I realize I do it more often and it helps me go through my days. So very nice and I want to be One of the really interesting things as I sit here and think about um, this group, Svoboda mentioned one hour, um, we used to have a, a facilitator. Um, she mentioned that Kate had moved to Portland. And it's interesting that since she left and we quit relying on her, it's almost like we've become more cohesive, more, more committed to the group, more... Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I remember I was very um, 
a very trepidatious when Kate left, like, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think we can possibly make this happen. I don't want to do it. And yet we, we all have done it. And I, 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 it's very interesting to me that this is not a comment on having a facilitator at all. It's wonderful to have a facilitator. But because we don't have a facilitator, I think we all did have to sort of step up and uh, make this happen. So that's very interesting. We've become even more of a community since then. So one of the um, long, long parts of the email that I was sharing with the friend that I had just talked about, you know, the one who's been a meditator for probably 30 years or so and is a, a depth psychologist, was he was talking about the, the shadow of what happens with the monastic life and how um, what can happen is, is, is that because of the way that people put projections and transference onto somebody in robes is, is that people don't feel the comfort to step up into their own power and to do just this, you know, or to, to find their own ground in relationship to the monastic, you know, to actually take a stand and say that they don't agree and to hold that. Because the, the feeling is, is is that with all of the whatever, the experience, the years, the monastic training and all the rest of that, they must know more than I do. And so one of the real shadows of, 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 of having a monastic presence is an unconscious disempowerment that happens to people. Okay, Because people then have an A-team and a C-team and the monastics are on the A-team and everybody else is on the C-team. And there's nothing more damaging than uh, disempowering your own spiritual practice. There's nothing that's more um, regretful, harmful, damaging, unskillful, you know. And, you know, everybody is practicing where they're practicing from. And certainly going through facilitator training is helpful because it gives you experience and exposure and uh, an ability to look at things that having not had that experience, you wouldn't have it, okay? And and from my own sense, you know, my experience as a monastic is, is that it's, it's been useful, it's been valuable. But when people devalue themselves in my presence, or when they assume that because I'm a monastic, I must know more than they do, and they give away their power, and give away their own body sense and lean into what I have to say, it's like, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. And so, you know, what I envision is a model where monastics are supported to be monastics, but the community is encouraged to mature past this idealization. And... And allowing, you know, everybody's got, our, we've all got our own stuff, you know, um, but not giving away power to people who are in a different position, you know. And yet, it's, it's, you know, how to do this in a way which is skillful is really curious to me, because you know, when somebody has spent you know 20 or 30 years meditating and has lived in a monastery and has spent you know six months a year on retreat, the experience would naturally be different than somebody who hasn't had that experience. 
So how do we both hold open the possibility for friendship and respect and stay in one's own power? question um, and makes me think of what you said before about listening with your feet and your belly and your heart. Um, I think that's a good way to go about processing information so that way um, I think we do have these like dialogues and exchanges between people in the community like this one where there's different levels of experience and practice and and newcomers, people who've been practicing Buddhism for a long time, uh, to do this, that we avoid getting caught up in, well, this person has higher status than me, or this person seems really erudite, so I should probably go with what they say. Speak to um, is the importance of the, the pure land aspect, I think, is in part, if not all, why we're here. And what you're saying about not putting people on A team, B team, whatever. It's simply because of what we're saying about like how Kate was here and now she's not and there was a transition. But I used to attend the group in Boulder that Kate started. And we kinda of went through that at that time. And I guess um, you know, she went on retreat for months and said, Well what are we gonna do? I guess we'll just keep the group going. And at, at the time that was the only Dharma punks in Colorado. I don't know if the older group is still going, but we've got these great groups here in Denver, and I think that that sense of community is what's what's building the, the what the groups. To this day, that's why I'm here. That's why I had a group to come back to after not going to groups for a long time, um, moving from older not going to the group and then reconnecting with the group in Denver and, and that wouldn't there wouldn't be a group if it weren't for that um, that co- coherent community I mean that's what I see the whole reason that we have a group here is because of that and the other thing that I wanted to say was uh, as far as cause and effect with generosity I've been noticing in my life the negative effects and the creation of suffering from withholding generosity, concrete, serious, like cause and effect, like the tracks of the Yeti, like you said, and looking back and um, it's really plain to see the suffering caused by withholding it. So I'm interested in trying, what I've been doing is trying to. Uh, trying to offer more generosity and see um, those effects as clearly. It seems like sometimes it's, it's easier to see the negative effects. Um, and they're there. So, see, it's the reason that 